Good morning, good morning, good people. How we doing this Tuesday morning? Sauce Talk is back. Yesterday, we talked about what happened Sunday. Basketball and football. We talked about some miscellaneous things here and now. Speaking of miscellaneous, I saw a meme before coming onto the show and it had saying a real verse. You know, verse has been real popular with um, musicians going against each other, you know, saying, um, you know, really... Uh, musicians that has been long in the tooth and they've been putting them up against each other for the 20 verse 20 hits versus 20 hits we've seen some great ones like DMX and Snoop Dogg we've seen Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight which that was a a, a wonderful night uh, we've seen Nas I mean we've seen uh, Jada Kiss and Fabulous we've seen Rick Ross and uh, 2 Chains. One of my personal favorites. But when somebody sit there and said that the a versus that needs to be have, which you can't have a versus, but I get what they're saying. Sandlot versus the movie Holes. And somebody said, Well, Holes is better than Sandlot. I'm like, man, are you crazy? Like are you are you crazy? Like there's nothing well, there's a lot of great stuff that comes with Shia LaBeouf in that movie, but it don't even come close to Sandlot. Not really. Like like something to be talked about for years and years and years and years. Holes may have that later on in life, but right now, it still ain't better than Sandlot. I mean, Sandlot still gets praise, still gets more TV time for an older movie than Holes on, on, on network TV. So, I, I just wanted to address that Sandlot has everything in it as far as being your childhood, being an adult, as far as like how parents were back in the 70s and 60s, whatever, 50s. Um, it just it just culminates of everything with comedy, a little bit of just just slapstickness, like the the you know what I'm saying the the Ferris wheel scene, uh, the baseball game that was monumental, you know what I'm saying between the other team that was like had the jerseys and shit like hoes can't can't hold a stick to that good story, good movie. Nice cast, Scotty Weaver, John Voight. I mean, forget about it. Shia LaBeouf, but you know, good old Dennis Leary and 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 and, and people like that squared around that movie. The mom of the movie, she was highly famous. So I mean, like that movie wins. So anyway, back to my show. Back to what we were talking about here. Um, also, I guess since we're talking about movies, um, it's getting it's getting to that cold part to where like everybody's starting to drop their movies. That they was postponing. I just can't wait to November for Black Widow, but a whole bunch of shit is coming out. King Kong versus uh, uh, Godzilla, uh, bringing back Ghostbusters. Don't forget that uh, Matrix Four is coming along with John Wick, another one. Um, but that's gonna be later. But Matrix Four is gonna be fire. Um, the Jurassic World again is coming back. That's gonna be fire. There's just a lot of movies that are coming out that we should be looking out for. Coming to America, too. Um, I heard there's another Beverly Hills Cop on the rising. Um, I hear that, uh, you know, Black Panther 2 is still in the works. Don't know how that's going to happen. Me, personally, I think they need to go ahead and just... Taking a moment of silence here. They need to recast. 
because people want Siri to be Black Panther, but what about Storm coming in? What about, you know, Taskmaster may be something, um, you know, I, I, I like to call him the Marvel version of Aquaman. Um, what if, you know, all that in the storyline is going to be building up with Black Panther. I just don't, with Suri taking over, which was in the comic books, I don't like it yet. Because they can recast, do all that, and then make Suri Black Panther two movies down the road. One movie down the road. Just make sure you have, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, I don't know, that, I, I just feel like that would be fair. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. <sighs> Neymar. That's his name. Neymar. Neymar is the, the Marvel version of um, Aquaman, so to speak. So all that, you got to recast for Black Panther. That's just me. Batman, don't forget that's coming. Robert Pattinson. Um, the Riddler is going to be that guy in the movie gonna be the villain the Riddler it seems like the right now the only uh, villain in that movie um and it looks like it's gonna be like a more of a a darker type Riddler like instead of the green suit and all that stuff like that it seems like he's gonna be more you know darker than that just saying um Paul Dano um Looks like to be playing that character in that movie. Um, like I said, his 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 costume for what they what they shown looks a little bit more grittier, grittier. Excuse me, sorry, grittier than the uh, green suit, purple socks, and the in the, the guest hat. I like it. I like the trailer. I like that trailer, and I like the. Um, Aqua, um, uh, Aqua, Wonder Woman 84. I like Kirsten Wiggs, Cheetah, um, character. I'm liking what they're doing with that. The trailer didn't show too, too, too much. I liked all that. That was cool. I liked all of that. So, 2021 movies that are coming, you know, um, those are some of the ones that I'm looking for. Um, coming next year, like I said, some, there's gonna be some some um, winter drops too. That is gonna be nice. Top Gun, Maverick, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's gonna be coming out 2021 too, man. Jungle Cruise, but I can't wait for the. I'm a big time Marvel guy, so like I said, I already mentioned Black Panther, but the Internals. I can't wait for the shows to start kicking off. You know, Falcon and uh, and. Uh, Winter Soldier, you got WandaVision, which, you know, saying um, it's cool. But Fast and Furious 9 is coming out. Morbius is looking real nice. Morbius, another Marvel uh, adaptation, should blend in with Venom, Spider Man, hopefully. Blade, of course, maybe, with uh, uh, Marshala uh, Ali. And uh, we got Morbius being played by Jared Leto. That, 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 that just seems fire to me. I can't wait. And don't forget, uh, Shang-Chi, another Marvel movie is coming. Venom 2 is already, you know what I'm saying, on the, on, the, on the move. You feel me? Tom Hardy ain't stopping. Wanting to be in a movie with Tom Holland. Tom Holland is co-signing for that. So that's looking 
real great. Uh, Suicide Squad for the kids. Minions is coming for their own movie. You know, the rise of Gru. You know, what I'm saying it seems like they're going to be more of a focal point. Gru being the kid. It seems like we have an origin story here on that one. Like I said, mention Suicide Squad. I think another one to note to mention is one of my favorite video games I've probably ever played, which would be Uncharted. That is going to be played by Tom Holland. I'm pumped up for that. One of the best PlayStation games I've probably ever played in Death Mystery. You know, you got to really use your head on that game. So, I mean, like, seeing this game is going to be dope. Um, I remember uh, Nicolas Cage came out with the National Treasure movies. It's not going to be as... Like, it's, it's kind of in that same lane, but I think this is going to be a little bit more grittier. I think the Uncharted game showed a lot more things to where this movie should be fun. And, of course, Mission Impossible 7. Tom Cruise can't stop. Top Gun, Mission Impossible. What, you, what else? You can come up Days of Thunder 2? Why not? Why not? That would be perfect. Tom Cruise with Days of Thunder 2. You know, Duvall's still living. You know, the co-kid is still out there. You know, Rowdy Bird is still out there. I've seen him in something. Wasn't he playing uh, in a Marvel movie? Yes, we do know that. So you feel me? Corella, you know, uh, one of my uh, childhood, should I say, like, evil people that I used to laugh at on shows like 101 Dalmatians. You're Corella. And I heard she comes. The Rock is going to dominate Black Adam. That's going to be fire. How they going to do that with him and Shazam later on in the future is going to be fire. Black Adam, The Rock. <sighs> the trailer is fire. That's all I'm going to say. Let's go check out the trailer. Um, what else is coming out? Space Jam. Space Jam. Be ready for that. Um, LeBron James. Bugs Bunny. The uniforms is already out. He unveiled that right before the restart um, for the NBA uh, season and playoffs and all that good stuff. That should be a good a good one. I wonder if it's going to be longer than the first Space Jam. The first Space Jam really wasn't that long. Wasn't that long at all. Probably one of the shortest running movies that hit the theater. Go check that out. I'm not, don't quote me on that, but I could be right on that. I think I think that I think that is absolutely right. Um for the kids, Peter Rabbit 2. I got two kids. Um my oldest loved the first Peter Rabbit. Um, my youngest, I'm gonna have to show her the first one, and then the second one is coming. So I mean, that's a good movie. Uh, James Corden plays the, in that, and he's funny. Uh, for the horror lovers, horror movies. Oh, let me, let me get those words confused there. Candyman, I think is my number one anticipated horror movie to come out. Is Candyman. Um, being directed by Jordan Peele, you know, he ever since of being offered the role to play poop on the Emoji movie, he said, I'm not being in no more movies, I'm making movies. And he's done Twilight Zone TV shows, he's done TV shows like that, he's done um, stuff like Us, Get Out. He's done great stuff with horror and twisted sci-fi type stuff, and I think this is right time for this, and Candyman, and the original Candyman is going to be in it. This is going to be a good movie. I like how that's going to be. The trailer is dope on that. Um, to talk about any other ones um, that I wanted to bring up would be um, The Conjuring, The Conjuring 3. They just keep coming out with those. The Purge is coming back out. We're going to have 
hey, Justice League, and this, you know what I'm saying, something that I'm just waiting on to the hilt. You know what I'm saying? I'm waiting, 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 and waiting, and waiting for this. The Zack Snyder's Justice League edition of the movie supposed to be totally different. Um, the trailer, if you go check it out, a lot of different scenes, a lot of different uh, CGI work, a lot of, I shouldn't say different, I should say better, 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 and better, better from the original Suicide, uh, uh, from the original um, Justice League. A lot better everything. I mean, you're getting uh, better, like I said, better CGI, you're getting a better Steppenwolf, you're getting, you're getting um, some 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 secrets in 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 this to where people you know I'm not trying to you know spoil for the people to go check out the trailer because I'm not like that so go check it out the Snyder Cut Justice League trailer go give it a peep um that was just that that I just dope to just listen to the people listen to the people we're not gonna steer you wrong because here's the thing. The, the 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 original Justice League was not a bad idea, just rushed. And I think with this Snyder Cut, at least you get better CGI and some better storytelling, some things like that, especially with Cyborg and Flash, because they both should have had their own movie, either individual or messed them two together, because we knew Wonder Woman, we got her own movie, we already know about Superman and Batman, so when you try to just crumble in Aquaman, Cyborg and Flash like that and then try to come out with the Aquaman movie after the fact it's not good I didn't like it I didn't like it you could have did Aquaman let him get a suit all that stuff do a Flash and Cyborg movie go all that out that does well we don't need another Superman or Batman movie but Superman vs. Batman was good it was better than Justice League original edition so hopefully with this Snyder Cut, we can walk away feeling a lot better with our experience with this DC comic um, universe. Because with the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's so much got flair and pop. It's kind of like 2K versus live. You know what I'm saying? People want to love live because we love Batman. We love Superman. We love the things that goes with DC. We love EA Sports. But if you're not going to come out with a, a good, decent rendition of the NBA game of what we see on TV, then we don't want you in real life. That's the same thing with what DC and what Marvel goes with Marvel being 2K. They just come out with a better version. Now, they're not perfect. They make their slip-ups and things of that nature, yes. But you see what they do and they how they do it. I mean, like, look, think of like the two Ant-Man movies that people was like thinking it's like kid movies with real important, integral parts of the MCU. So you have to watch those movies. Now we got a third one that's going to be fire. You know, Doctor Strange. People thinking like, oh, we're slowing it down. We don't know Iron Man or Hulk or Thor. But look at how it built up. And then boom. Infinity War, Endgame, success. Boom. You feel me? Um, pumped up for all these movies coming out. I wanted to get that to my sports and entertainment side of my show. And I'm always going to be here to talk about that. The Kingsman. It looked like an origin story coming out for that too as well. That's going to be nice. We look out for that. But I would say for the rest of the year, for the 2020 movie vibe, we got Antebellum is out. I'm hearing good things about that. I think Jordan Peele had something to do with that as well. Um, I think, what else? What else do we got? We got, we got, um, 
What else we got here? What we got? What we got? What we got? Um, that I wanted to sit there and talk about. <clears throat> I know some movies that's been out for some time that people need to go check out. Um, go ahead and give Capone a look. And don't be surprised if you walk away confused or not liking it. But give it a try. Tom Hardy Capone, not what you think. Definitely took me by surprise about the whole storyline and things like that, but Tom Hardy played a hell of a character. He did a hell of a job. Tom Hardy never misses, in my estimation. Now, as far as the movie goes, it just caught me off guard about what the movie was about and how I kind of thought. So go check it out. Capone. My favorite movies of 2020 so far. Um, since we are hitting, you know, almost October, November territory, we're hitting that point of the end of the year with some real big movies are coming. But I would say so far, my movies that I have liked in 2020 has been Extraction with uh, Chris Hemworth. I think it showed him to be the Men in Black after Endgame. I didn't like that because it was like, were you trying to be a comedian? Like you trying to be that goofy guy or something? You want to take that Thor, fat Thor character somewhere else? Extraction would definitely make you be like, yep, Hemsworth is badass. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that could be like in that action movie where you like, man, okay, okay. That was tight. That was tight. Because he's got an athlete type way about him. So don't keep doing slapstick ass movies like that. I didn't like it, Men in Black. Didn't like it. Um, I wasn't that one of my cup of tea right there, man. The Old Guard. Go check it out. Um, Charlie Theron. That was that was a good that was a good movie, man. That was a real good movie. Um, the Five Blood, Spike Lee. I loved that movie. That was really good. Um, what other twenty twenty movies that we can sit there and say? But yeah, Five Bloods was really good. Uh, with uh, Land, I always forget his name, man. Like that, that was one guy that I've seen in every single movie, and then I finally get his name. And he's got one of those names that we're like, you're not gonna remember that. You know what I'm saying? But Lando, is Lando. What is that guy? Delroy Lindo. Hell of a performance. Jonathan Majors, hell of a performance that, that has took him to a whole nother plateau in seminar. Um, got his own show with um what's that show called? It's on HBO now. It's uh I haven't even checked it out yet. I gotta get better checked. And it's got um Schmole in it. She's been on fire, birds of prey. She's you know, done she's been doing stuff since she was a kid, you know what I'm saying? And it ain't stopped. So I mean like she's she's in that. That's that's uh, supposed to be a good show. I'm gonna check that out here in the next coming days. But yeah, Chad with Bozeman, um, good performance and the time that he was able to put in for that. Uh, Spike Lee mentioned that his schedule was very tight. Nobody knew that what he had going on, and now we know now. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. But, yeah, Pete Cl- uh, Clark Peters and Norm Lewis did a great job with this movie, man. Uh, Five Bloods, definitely go check that out. Um, Mulan, I'm hearing good things about that. It's on Disney+. Plus. I'm going to show that to the kids here in the near future. Uh, Project Power, good movie, better than bright. I would say it was better than bright. Um, Jamie Foxx did a good job in that. Um, I, I liked the work 
that um, also, you know, saying the how the the, the 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 cinematography, the sound, everything just was just was crisp. Dominic Fishback played a hell of a character too. I mean, like everything on that. Joseph Gordon, you know, saying of course does what he's what he always does. Um, George, Joseph Gordon Levitt, he did a good job in that movie. Um, Machine Gun Kelly was in the movie. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, that movie was crazy. You swallow that pill, man. You better be ready. You better be ready. <laughs> Project Power, man. It wasn't a bad movie. Um, the Way Back. Didn't hear great things about that. And it kind of made me be like... Because you get those basketball movies that it's like always kind of the same. And it's just like, I don't want that same type of basketball movie where guys, you know, messed up in life and basketball team is going to pick him up and save him. He's going to save them. And it's most awfully kind of in the same, like, I want something different in a basketball movie. Is that too much to ask for, maybe? I don't know. I just want something different. I just think something different is in 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 in, in play on that one to where it's like, eh, kind of getting over that storyline a little bit, man. Like, let's get a little something different. You know, we've seen Glory Road. We've seen, you know, like I said, there's a lot of different ways you can come out with a basketball movie. And I remember Bill Ben Simmons. I said Ben. Bill Simmons had an interview with Chad Bozeman um, on his Bill Simmons podcast. And I remember they were sitting there talking. He was like, man, that is one thing that you haven't done yet. You have not done a great basketball movie. And that almost just brings a tear to my eye because it's like, damn, like, I don't know. Could you imagine Chad with Bozeman in a basketball movie? Like, how dope that would be? Like, Jesus, man. Like, that'd be lit. For a man in his career, you know, played Thurgood Marshall. Um, he did, you know, he did uh, Jackie Robinson. He did James Brown. So, you know what I'm saying? If he would have, like, did a biopic or a basketball movie or just did his own basketball movie, a good basketball story or a boxing story, like a good boxing movie, they mentioned that as well. You know what I'm saying? A good boxing movie hasn't been out in a, in a, in a good while other than Creed because Creed, follows in the rocky footsteps so I'm saying something original something else to come out that would be fire that or a basketball movie we need that something different than the way back something different than something like I don't know we need something fresh on that on that train Edge um, WWE star on Money Plane go check him out on that man like I said um I'm going to have more opportunities to talk about movies that, you know what I'm saying, but 2020 has been tough with, with coronavirus and stuff, so, I mean, the one thing that we could sit back and smile and enjoy was movies, you know what I'm saying? Like, Bloodshot, crazy movie, man. You know what I'm saying? Vin Diesel stepping out of the Fast and Furious range. Remember, it used to be in, um, like, like uh, Riddick and... And, you know, all those kind of, like, dark movies. I like when he does movies like that other than... I like him in Fast and Furious and stuff like that, but Bloodshot, it's a real good movie for him. And I loved how they did it. And uh, the end of the beginning, is just it's going to have you stuck. You're going to watch the rest of it without a doubt. So check out Bloodshot if you haven't. Bad Boys for Life, I think, was one of the better movies of 2020. Um, for them to, to, to come back and be kind of, like... Rusty and to kind of make it look effortless, and the um, the directors of the movie who love the original movie and number two comes in and just does a great job. 
Bilal Falah and um, Adil Al Arby, um, two guys that just wanted to make a great movie, and they made $427 million in the box office, and that's worldwide. That's crazy. You feel me? That is, are you kidding me? Those old guys? I love it. So, yeah. My spy with Batista, he's been on fire ever since Marvel gave him a boost. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta just call it how you see it. You know what I'm saying? Um, plain and simple. What other movies that I can sit there and say? Tax Collector, Shia LaBeouf. That's another one you need to go check out. Sonic was one of my favorite kid movies throughout of 220. The kids loved that. Onward was a, was a good one as well. But Sonic was, was Sonic was so special. Funny. Jim Carrey was was perfect as Sputnik, uh, Botnik. I mean, um, perfect. Um, he played that part perfect. Funny movie, man. The Sonic being fixed, you know, with the petition going on when they changed that. Perfect. Um, good movie, definitely good movie. Go check it out right there. Um, any other? Oh, Trolls World Tour for the kids, man. Dope. It's a good movie for the kids. And I'm, for being a, an older adult, to catch these voices like Mary J. Blige and George Clinton, I was like, wow. <laughs> I was excited. I really was. Definitely excited for that. Um, any other ones I can sit there and say that was worth Invisible Man? Got some good Got some good PR. It wasn't something great, but that was, that was something. That was something. Um... Oh, man, I forgot for 2021 in the future, don't forget Mortal Kombat is coming out with another movie. That should be good to be, you know, on the airwaves, man, uh, when that drops. Birds of Prey, back to the 2020, Birds of Prey was a decent movie. Wasn't a great movie. I enjoyed it. Wasn't great. I would have liked it if Harley Quinn... I guess, I can't really say that after the ending, and I'm not going to give that away. So if you watch that movie, you might come away like, wow, what the hell? And then like, boom, you're like, oh, okay, that's how it's supposed to be. But good movie nonetheless. Like I said, Smollett, Jesse Smollett is in there. Um, I hope I'm saying her name right. Rosa Perez, you know, good cast, real good cast. I like that. Um, Margot Robbie, special, special. Love Margot Robbie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is one of my favorite movies ever. I can watch that movie every day. I try not to, so I won't burn myself out on it because I know I could do that. But one of my favorite movies, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She was great in that. And that came out in 2019, but I, I, I just had to mention it because I mentioned Margot Robbie. So sorry about that. Another movie I can say that wasn't huge, Fantasy Island. Go check that out. Um, it's got some notable actors in it. I would say one notable would be Michael Pena, um, Lucy Hale. Other than that, I mean, it's a fairly decent uh, cast, but a good movie. It was not a bad movie at all. Definitely go check it out. Um, other 220 movies to check out that was on Netflix, I would recommend The Decline. Um, platform. You know, these are like, you know, lower budget type movies that I felt they were enjoyable this year. Um, yeah, it's been a good year to watch shit. Not going nowhere. You're staying home. 
You know what I'm saying? Now sports are kind of back, so now we got that, but we've been chilling, watching shit. Um, anything else I can sit there and say to watch? Not, not, not really. Cobra Kai! Listen, I'm going to bring up a TV show. Cobra Kai might be the best thing viewed right now on, on Netflix. I know people like the 100, the heist, and I like the... Both of those shows, I like the, um, I like what Netflix is doing with the TV shows coming out. Bing, bang, bong. You know what I'm saying? Cobra Kai, Lucifer. You know that's another one that people like out there. But Cobra Kai, man, it's on a totally different. Uh, I don't know. Like it's it's special, and I'm loving that Will Smith is a part of that. I'm loving that they are rehashing such a great movie franchise that can be relevant in today's time because of high school and kids and stuff like that. I'm loving what they're doing. It's bringing the vibe of Friday Night Lights with the uh, all-American type vibe. It It is Cobra Kai, and it's just like, okay, you, you're telling a story of Johnny Lawrence and all that stuff like that. Love it. Love it. Um, Daniel's son is a lame in that show. It's not sit there and say he's a bad character. I'm not, I'm not shitting on Daniel Russo's character at all. I'm saying... I'm I'm choosing the side I'm on. I'm Cobra Kai. That's how much I love the show, though. I mean, like, and season three is coming. Yes, season three is coming. Um, Will Smith announced that on the. I, I saw that on his Instagram, but yeah. Ralph Macchio. Um, oh man, get it together, <laughs> Cobra Kai. That's what side I would. But yeah, Netflix has been really keeping us entertained. I've been loving Amazon Prime Video too. All that stuff has been uh, keeping us. Now, I wanted to talk about too, Spencer Confidential. That did come out this year as well. That was a good movie. Spencer Confidential was uh, was good as well. Uh, Mark Wahlberg and um, I, I still call him uh, Mbaku from Black Panther. I don't know. I gotta get this guy, Duke Winston. Winston Duke. It's like the easiest name, Winston Duke. I, I like I say it and then I forget it. But I, Mbaku comes to light every time because Massa. <gasps> but yeah, Spencer Confidential. What bad people? It was funny when I when I talked about that movie. A lot of people was like nah nah, and some people was like man, she was fire. It was dope. Nah nah. So I mean, it's it's you gonna get. A, I guess you know it depends on who you are. It's not. Four brothers. You can't expect it to be that. Okay? Just when you see Mark Wahlberg and somebody shooting guns and stuff, you want it to be the other guys, you want it to be that. You know, it's a good movie, though. Go check it out. Um, anything else before I get to the pig skin that I'm missing? I know. Oh, Coffee and Cream. Don't watch that movie. That's, that's what I meant to say. The good... Okay, this is my thing with coffee and cream. Just too much. You know, like when somebody can say, I love, like, I love chili and slaw on my hot dogs. I love chili and slaw. I don't like a ton of it. You know, I like ketchup on my hamburgers. I like pickles and stuff. I don't like tons of it. You know, if you get what I'm saying, I like things on things to be complimentary. You have comedy, that's great. You have a little raunchiness, that's great. 
You got a little bit of vulgar. Okay. But a lot. Like every five seconds, coffee and cream, you have to sit there. And I'm a 32-year-old man. I'm sitting there going, damn. And I'm, you know, I'm not no prude. But it's just like, jeez. Like, what if you, you got kids, you want to watch that movie, they come down the steps, and you just got to, you got to pause the whole movie. <laughs> come on, kids, come on. They can't even walk in the kitchen and just, you know, just be like, oh, what y'all watching? Like, oh, yeah, just keep on moving, you know. You got to literally pause it. You got to pause that movie if a kid walks in. That's serious. Coffee and cream, wow. They really, like, open the, the bra. They, they, whew. and you know, People talk about certain movies that back in the day that wouldn't do well or wouldn't be so uh, uh, age very well with the times today. Uh, after watching Coffee and Cream, don't seem like a lot has changed. And movies like Hall Pass or Forty Year Old Virgin and shit like that. I mean, that's light work compared to Coffee and Cream. So maybe Netflix kept it under their umbrella. Maybe they was able to come out with it like that. But I'm not sitting there saying that it was just I, I'm a. Like, I'm being a Karen or anything. I'm just saying, like, that movie was just extra. And I just felt like in spots, you didn't have to be so funny or so raunchy or so this on every scene. Especially with the little kid. That's all. Fatal Fair, Neil Long, Mike Epps. <laughs> I said Mike Epps. Omar Epps, excuse me. Could you imagine Mike Epps in that movie, though? Hilarious. I think it would have been better. Funny. <laughs> Not a bad movie. But we kind of didn't got, and it's funny with, and I'm going to be real with you on this, for black movies to get the opportunity to be able to jump in this genre was great. Just not too many, don't make so many of them. It was good whenever uh, Gabrielle Union had hers with the whole, you know, that, okay. Halle Berry had her movie with the old crazy person, okay. Um, who was it? Um, it was Tragedy P. Henson, wasn't it? That had a movie like that, that had the fatal attraction or, you know, the person that did that, you know. Fatal Fair should have came out way before all those. Might have been a better version of all those, maybe. I'm, I'm trying to find the name of that real quick because I, that's funny. I, I sit there and mention that name of that movie. And I'm trying to see, because I know Gabrielle Union had her movie where she was, you know, had a home invader and all that stuff like that. Or just something in that light to where the woman steps up and, you know, survives, kicks ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I like those movies. Proud Mary. Uh, not the movie I'm talking about, but dope. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, yes, no good deed. Idris Elba, Charger Benz. That was the movie. No good deed. Like, that and Fatal Fair might be on the might be up in the top two as far as black people doing those movies. Of course, you gotta throw in Jennifer Lopez enough, which I love that movie, which I think look at it as different. You know what I'm saying? These women didn't these women didn't go and learn karate and how to self-defend in that in that time span to whoop ass and to eventually end up killing. These movies were different where it was just like surviving. And you know, they gotta get a little bit of rough. Gabrielle Union got a little bit of rough. You know, Taraji Pihenza got a little bit rough. But 
in this instance, we're near long and and Omar Epps. This was a movie of like sex and 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 infidelity and things of that nature. But it was like I look at it being two actors being able to get to a point in their career where they could say, "Hey, let's do this." And Netflix was like, "Yeah, let's do this." So that's where I'm giving it a hand clap of praise that they can say, "Hey, we have." been through so much of our career we should be able to write our own ticket and they was able to do that and I loved that and Nia Long signed her signature on that ticket as being a, a producer of this movie and I loved that so that's my biggest up of Fatal Affair is that that through the years you know these movies has been prominent through Hollywood, throughout Hollywood Unfaithful Fatal Attraction um so many movies like this. And when Obsessed came out with Beyonce and Joe, we were like, I can't, I can't. But not the same. Um, not, the, not in the same ferocity as this movie, but it's just like those movies, it's good to see them come along. But my thing is that that's not overdo it. Like, let's find another lane. You know what I'm saying? Like the Saving Silverman type doesn't incorporate that in a black people type, you know what I'm saying, cast or something like that. That'd be good. You know, something in those types of movies that are good, Step Brothers or something. But let's get out of the lane of the crazy man coming to kill the wife. <laughs> because the one thing I can say about Fatal Fair is Neil Long's husband in that movie is a punk. I'm moving on. Uncorked, not a bad movie. Could have been better. Eurovision with Will Ferrell. I'm hearing great things about that. I'm going to check that out. And then that is it for my movie wrap-up that I wanted to talk about. As far as the summer ending, it's getting started to get a little nippy. I wanted to talk about some winter movies. There's some movies coming out 221 that we are should be looking forward to. Snyder Cut, Justice League, that's number one on my radar. want to see that. Can't wait to see that. So now let's talk some sports. Darius Leonard, one of my favorite defensive players in the NFL. Sent the young fan his pair of game-worn gloves. The kid (laughs) got the gloves. And what more of a, should you say, like a certificate of authenticity than to have the man's wedding ring lodged in the fingers of the glove and now they're trying to get the, club, uh, the, the the ring back to Darius Leonard. Real cool. They could have been like, oh, this is wedding ring. I ain't saying nothing. Beautiful for them to step up and say that. Darius Leonard said, I need that. So that's all good, man. That's crazy, right? Like, Darius Leonard, like, you took your gloves off, man. You didn't feel your ring on there? You got some explaining to do. They're like, hey, man, how often do you take that ring off? <laughs> But yeah, that's hilarious. Um, I, I just think that's funny. I tell you, the funny thing involving a ring and a football player was back in the day when Roy Williams used to play for the Cowboys. When he went to the Cowboys, we got that big money doing stupid stuff. But I remember he uh, met a chick online, met a female online, got with her, got engaged to her, sent her a an engagement ring. It was a $20,000 engagement ring, if I'm not mistaken. 
And she did not answer with a reply. Nothing. She just got the ring. And was like, I, 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 like I guess she didn't get it. Like I, I guess it didn't come. I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't know. What, what, what ring are you talking about? <laughs> like, come on, Roy Williams. Like that's the only thing I can say in the field involving a, a, a wedding ring or engagement ring that I've had to deal with. Um, you know, I guess in the in the airwaves there. But anyway. The Las Vegas Raiders had their debut last night um, in the Allegiant Stadium against the New Orleans Saints, who went up 1-0 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady. People was like, uh-oh, the contender team is looking good. But ah, like I said, after that game, they didn't look all that great. Mike Thomas didn't look all that great before the injury. Some things still need to be um, synced in together. And... Meanwhile, I'm enjoying their struggles, being a Buccaneer fan. Alvin Kamara, 13, carries 79 yards. Um, Drew Brees, 26-38, A lot of dink and dunks. A lot of, especially with no Mike Thomas. So, nine catches, 95 yards for Alvin Kamara. It was a possession where they threw three swing passes in a row. In a row. Three. They were like, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Nine targets, nine catches. Whenever it was thrown to him, he caught it. He ended up getting uh, what a, a two. He got he got one touchdown. No, he got two touchdowns. He's he's worth the money, definitely worth the money. But this team needs to be fully uh, equipped to be how good they want to be. Emmanuel Sanders is laying an egg out there, not really helping. I think he helped way more in San Fran or in Denver than he is right now. So it just takes time, I guess, to get synced in things. Malcolm Jenkins is not having a good go out there. Um, he had a sack in the game, but it's just getting beat. This is what I'm talking about, coverage or things of that nature of being how he was as a safety, knowing that he could tackle too. But he has been kind of off kilter just a little bit, just a little bit with his game. Derek Carr, 28-38, three touchdowns, no picks. Of course he's going to get hit. He kind of stands and holds the ball a little bit to where, you know, he doesn't try to make too many sudden moves to try to – he needs to get – you can move, Derek. I know you got hurt a few times. And, and it, it didn't feel too great. I remember that one time you cried on the field. But move. Don't get stuck in mud. You you can actually move. You're an athlete. 120 passer rating. Not bad. Three rushes, three yards. You can do better than that. Um, Jalen Rashard came in with the big play. Um, Josh Jacobs came in a little banged up still. 27 rushes, 88 yards, and 3.3 yards per carry. Not great, but he still was there. And he still didn't give up. He still was churning them legs. Jalen Rashard, like I said, stepped up with a very, very big play. Nelson Aguilar, um, got to get open, plain and simple. Um, Darian Waller knew all about getting open. 12 catches, 103 yards, and a touchdown, 16 targets. This man was looking like an open, you know, open. he was an open target all game. Um, Want to see more from Henry Ruggs and Nelson Aguilar and um, Hunter Withrow. It's always going to be there. Zay Jones got him a tub. Good job right there with the hand sanitizer. Uh, um, <laughs> with the hand sanitizer celebration. I like that. But, yeah, the Saints, you know, they're not always. If you if you can sit there and say if both teams, you know, later on in the season, if no, you know, depending on Raiders' success, you know what I'm saying, I would say Saints is more likely to get jailed up and be way better. But it's good to see the uh, Raiders win. A home opener in a new stadium in a new state. 
Not in California. They ain't open a stadium in Oakland. They didn't go to nowhere else. They went to Las Vegas, Nevada, and they got a new stadium, and it looks fire. And they came in there, and they did their job, and they won the game. Plain and simple. So when the crowd gets to come in there and check everything out, it's going to be livid. It's going to be real pumped up. And John Gruden might get fined today taking that mask on and off. And you didn't have coronavirus, too. You sitting there taking that shit on and off. Keep that mask on, man. I know you're trying your best. Speaking of fines, million dollar, uh, $1.5 million in fines went out for mask violations for uh, Vangio, Shanahan. I'm pretty sure, like I said, Gruden. I believe um, Pete Carroll was in that mix. Put your damn mask on, man. People are getting this shit left and right. I got to deal with it in my job. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, the the passing from Derek Carr, the one that I want to talk about, is better. Like that's how you that's how you pass the football. Like that is how you deliver passes. Too much touch, too much float, too much finesse. We need fire. You know what I'm saying? We need passes like. Justin Herbert, like I was saying, coming in there with with some zing, you know what I'm saying, unlike Tyra Taylor. You need that. Kyler Murray whips it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Deshaun Watson whips it. Baker Mayfield whips it. You know, all these guys I'm naming. Lamar Jackson puts some zip on the passes. You got to, man. These guys know how to catch these passes. You're not pussyfooting around. What are we doing here? You know? Eli Manning or Daniel Jones. Somebody who puts zips on passes. And, you know, you're going to get good compliments from a Super Bowl champ if you do that. And he says he has the right mindset to start to be successful with the position. I think he's cool under pressure. He doesn't get rattled. He gets upset and gets frustrated like it's all. But he doesn't show it much. I think it's a great demeanor to last in the NFL and in New York. I know he's going to bust his tail to do everything possible to get back on track and to learn and make progress. And I think he will. I've got a lot of confidence and faith that Daniel will have a long career and have a lot of success in the field. And some of the things I've seen from his his play, I am with Eli because I wasn't last year. I was like, mm, I don't know about Daniel because people wanted to, you know, the first game against Tampa Bay and be like, oh, yeah, look at that. Um, and the run and, you know, all this stuff like that. But in the struggles that led after that, I'm like, now you see. But he can – he's got a lot of moxie and he stands tall He's and he he can move and he you know that can extend plays and do smart things. You just can't do what you did week one, extended the play, rolling out, throw it away, live to fight another down. You threw it and threw a pick interception and then boom. You can't do that, you know. So things like that got to be buttoned up and a little bit better for you to succeed, um, um, Daniel Jones. But I see some greatness in you. Greatness as far as saying like great quarterback. Hall of Famer, possibilities there. You got everything. You got the size, you got some mobility, and you got an arm. That's just my take on that. That is just my take on Daniel Jones. Good take by um, Eli Manning. In other news, I wanted to reach out and say, Congratulations to the um, New York Yankees, my team, clinched the playoff spot. 
Um, congratulations to the Oakland A's. They won the first AOS title since 2013. Didn't mean they won the World Series that year, so they still got more work to do. Um, like I said, Braves won titles, uh, division titles back and left, forward, back, right, left. Still no World Series. Um, I hate that Arenado is going on IL with a shoulder issue. That sucks. He's one of the best players in baseball. We're getting towards um, the end, and I don't think the Rockies are doing that good, but it sucks to see him get hurt. Um, It's weird not having a full season and, um, you know, to, to go over stats and stuff like that because not a lot of guys be able to do a whole lot. But the standings, you know what I'm saying, it's interesting to look at because you had some teams that might have struggled later on in the season because um, we've seen it time and time again the first, say, 60 to 80 games. A team could be really hot and then they fall off. But it's big ups to the White Sox, um, big ups to, the, um, the, like I said, the Rays and, you know what I'm saying, for doing what they do. Uh, for getting it done, but they're not done yet because, like I said, the Yankees are clinched and they're still playing some baseball. So Tampa Bay still has not won that division yet. Um, neither has the White Sox because the Twins is like right up on their ass and so is the Cleveland Indians. And the Toronto Blue Jays are still there in that, in that matter too, just like on the NL side. Cubs, Cardinals, um, Braves, and Marlins with the Dodgers and Padres. All those teams are firing, man. Like, really playing some good baseball. Especially those Padres, man. Jesus. Machado and Tatis, man. Uh, man. They're really uh, a problem. A real problem. But the Cubs, though, man. But you, Darvish, don't know about that guy in the clutch. You just don't know. Now, finally, we get to the NBA side, which we only got one game tonight. Lakers-Denver game. Three, let's talk about Anthony Davis one more time. Congratulations again with the game-winning shot. With nothing but net. But let's talk about something that we're not going to have, and that's the whole LeBron James slander. Uh, you know I mean? I'm looking at Michael Jordan's face right now. How many times he passed it to somebody to win a game? I know it's not like 10 times or nothing like that, but I'm just saying, like, it can happen. I mean, like, if somebody's going or somebody's open or somebody's, like, John Paxson's open for a whole half of basketball and Jordan force-fed him, and he made all the shots. Anthony Davis made a three-pointer literally maybe about seconds before that one. Like, he, like, like, a, like, a, like I would say, like, a few minutes of the timeouts and stuff, but he had just hit a three in the same spot. When you let him shoot it again, that was a hell of a play because he remembers a decoy. It made Mason Pummy stick on LeBron James, and he didn't follow Anthony Davis through the screen. So when you sit there and say, oh, LeBron was scared to take the shot, or LeBron was getting carried, shut up. Makes some sense. You know, it's just stupid. NBA's mulling a fall tournament featuring G League select teams. I don't know how that's going to work. I do want to see Jalen Green out there. Um, Marcus Smart loving the fact that they got some time off. Even though they're in the bubble with no travel, I mean, like, let's, let's have a break today, in the words of McDonald's. <laughs> that's funny. But um, Michael Jordan, 
the businessman, the man that 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 actually was a winner with a motorcycle with a uh, moto. Uh, I don't know. I want to say championship, but I think he know he got some wins. He had a, he had his own moto team, and Jordan was out there on the bike himself, not in the race, but just out there just test driving the bike. So Michael's been involved in motorsports. Um, you know, he's been involved. And it's something that now that with this whole movement with NASCAR, you know, recognizing the injustice and things, they've really turned, you know, my faith around to like NASCAR. And now Michael Jordan is now entering NASCAR. Him and Denny Hamlin, a person that I used to like back in the day, is going with the NASCAR team and it's going to feature Webber Wallace as the feature. I love it. You know how much I love that. As the feature. Bubba Wallace. That's dope. It's killer right there. Um, can't get no better than that. But yeah, tonight's game. What's Denver going to have to do? They're going to have to do more of what they did. Game two. Except, if you want to win this game, you're going to have to, in the fourth quarter... <laughs> And it, and it, and it, like I said, it can snake bite you to where you get into foul trouble like you did in game one. But like, you got you got to you got to play a little bit tougher on the drive to the rim. And you can't allow. I'm talking to Jokic on this one too. It was the play where he hit he hit the three. We come back down. Anthony Davis gets the ball, faces up. Now Anthony Davis, I mean that's a tough cover. But I'm just saying, if you're supposed to be Nikola Jokic, the Joker, and supposed to come in and do all this stuff. You got to show it on the defensive end, too. And I just felt like him being that size to let Anthony Davis just basically face him. He didn't even post up. It just took him, a little runner, and made it. And you got to be able to make that shot a little harder. I felt like Anthony Davis just got that shot off way too easy. This is my estimation. And you're allowing guys like Caruso to weave through the lane. I'm not talking about the fast break dunk. I'm talking about like just like plays where he can get in there and just make little havoc plays. Y'all can't allow that because we're not letting Norris do too much. That's why he's got to pull up for long twos. That's why um, Gary Harris has to take threes. We're not allowing them to get to the rim and try to dominate like that. We're not allowing Paul Millsap to sit there and sneak and snack and stuff like that. So it's like, y'all got to get back to that because I remember seeing that from Denver where y'all was attacking the rim and then getting your outside shot. So keep shooting. Don't stop, but let Michael Porter get more shot attempts as well, and maybe that can turn into a victory. But for the Lakers, I mean, don't lose confidence in KCP and uh, and, and others like Kuzma, Green, and keep letting those guys get shots. And don't let this game-winning shot from Anthony Davis make it to where he's got to have 30 attempts or LeBron's got to go crazy. And this game three right here is very, very, very prominent to where y'all could just have four guys with – Double digits, maybe five guys. It feels like this is the type of game where you can really blow it open and say, series over. Or you can come in and say, y'all want to win a game? Y'all sure? Y'all want to try to win a game? Y'all want to win? Y'all want to try to win? Eh, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Don't go out there and just make stupid plays and, 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 and taking deep threes and thinking that, oh, man, you got to have a mindset. We're trying to get to the finals. We're trying to get there healthy. We're trying to get there with a little bit of a more of a rest in uh, Miami or Seattle. I mean, uh, uh, Boston. Get the job done. 
But like I said, the Nuggets, if y'all, if y'all want to win, y'all got to play with a little bit more uh, stones. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a little bit more vigor, uh, a little bit more roughness. I think Jamal Murray brings it, but he's he's only one guy. Jeremy Grant, you're a big guy. You're playing two finesse. Two finesse. That drive that you did against uh, Anthony Davis, you got to do more of that. You know what I'm saying? Just because you drive in and make one layup on him don't mean you don't keep doing it. You know, Morris, the long twos. I guess for him to do that is okay because you got guys underneath who can send that packet. But the White Howard's playing real good, playing back, playing some years back there a little bit. And he's 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 yelling out there. He's you know he's playing real real authoritative instead of that smile and playing around. He's really being serious, and they're doing it for Kobe as well. But yeah, man, y'all gonna catch me tomorrow. I'll be back. This was a good episode. I'm glad we got to talk about the entertainment side. Like I said, look out for those movies. Check out the movies I suggested that came out this year. What is y'all's favorite uh, 2020 movie? Y'all can put it in the voice message on Anchor. Y'all can hit me up on Facebook. Justin Austin. Y'all know who I am. But uh, y'all have a good day. I'm out. Sauce Talk.